The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks lower today, the cost of living gained in April by the most in three years, and a trio of Fed officials suggest higher rates could soon be warranted. Tenure down 230 seconds, yield 1.76%. S&P 500 index down 19 to 2047, a drop there of 0.9%. NASDAQ down 59, a drop of 1.3%. Dow Industrials down 180 points, a drop of 1%. Gold up 610 the ounce to 1280, a gain of 5 tenths of 1%. Crude up 83 cents a barrel, 48.55 on West Texas Intermediate Crude, a gain of 1.7%. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Broadcasting live today at the Kimpton Morrison House Hotel in Alexandria, Virginia, the Washington metro area, home of Bloomberg 99.1 and 105.7 FM HD2. One of the big reports the markets have had their eye on today, and certainly the three Fed officials who are suggesting maybe rate hikes are possible in June. Housing starts, new home construction, having a nice gain last month, up 6.6% nationally to nearly 1.2 million at an annual rate. What is going on? in the Washington, D.C. area. How about people who left to go to the suburbs trying to rush their way back into the district? Joining us now is David Howell. He's CIO, Chief Information Officer at McInerney Associates, a leading Washington, D.C. metro real estate company. Thanks for joining us today, David. Thanks, Kathleen. Appreciate the opportunity to be here. So what is the big trend now? I, When I first came to the East Coast about 30 years ago, I can't believe it so long, I started coming to Washington for work. I was covering financial news in the Fed. I remember what the old district was like. It is so different now. It really is. And, and the trend has been with real development and real boom in D.C., and people have been migrating more towards the district. There's been a real huge development boom in D.C. with huge development towards apartments and condos, um, and particularly with uh, orientation towards uh, apartments and, and condos without parking, uh, without um, with any orientation towards, towards cars, uh, which is a completely new development. David, speak about nightmare commutes. I'm wondering, I mean, what's the commute going to be like tonight? How long can people expect to uh, to stay in in traffic if, let's say, the the whole the, the city is in full swing? Well, and and I think that's part of what's driven the the move towards the district. Uh, people that have been migrating from the the outer suburbs, uh, an hour long commute is not at all unusual, and particularly if they're driving. And we've had some recent problems with Metro uh, in particular, um, and although they will get those problems fixed. Um, it's uh, Washington D.C. typically has the second longest commutes in the country, um, and so 45-minute, hour-long, hour-and-a-half commutes are not unusual. Well, you know, we spoke earlier today to Mark Jinks. He's the city manager for here in Alexandria, and he talked about. I asked him what was the biggest thing in his 40 years in managing, you know, urban development. He's a city manager here, of course. 
the rail link for the Washington, D.C. area, he said it's made a big difference. Does Washington, D.C. need more of what you just described, dwellings that don't rely on cars and public transportation that moves people around? It does, and I think um, those areas uh, in the closer in suburbs in D.C. that have planned well for transit have the one are the ones that have really prospered. Alexandria City, Arlington have done that extremely well. Some of the outer suburbs, um, Fairfax County, they're learning. Um, they have not that done that quite as well. They have not done as dense planning around the metro stops as Arlington and Alexandria have. The Maryland suburbs have done that probably better than some of the Virginia suburbs have. They're learning. Um, the Silver Line um, out uh, through uh, some of the areas in Fairfax County, they've learned and they're doing that better. Um, and they're profiting from it. Um, and so those closer-end suburbs that did that well in the beginning, they've done very well. Um, the ones that are doing it now, they're going to prosper in the long term. And the revitalization that you see, let's say, in a place like Alexandria, can you comment on that? You bet. Again, those those areas that are around the metro stops that, that allowed for denser um, development in the very beginning, they've done very well. The ones that um, Vienna is in Fairfax County immediately comes to mind, where they had single-family houses and broader townhouse communities rather than town centers and more dense development. Um, they're having to rethink their planning now. Uh, where would you like to see a new metro stop? That's a great question because, frankly, those new metro stops are really hard to come by now because the land is so hard to, to, to purchase now. It's so expensive to do. Um, I, I think, frankly, those new metro stops probably aren't going to happen now. What's really going to happen now is they simply have to rethink the zoning and the planning around where those metro stops are now. So speaking of things getting more expensive, McInerney Associates, you're a real estate company. Prices go up. Commissions get higher. Business must be really good. But what, what does it mean for the potential home buyer and the potential home seller in this area? Well, you know, ultimately markets seek balance over time. And where we've seen this explosive growth in D.C. Um, as compared to the suburbs, Ten years ago in the last boom, it was the suburbs that were booming. It will seek balance over time. Um, As prices have gone up in D.C., ultimately it's going to reach a point where prices have come to a point where people will start to move back more to the suburbs. Not the suburbs are dead now. It's just a little bit more affordable in the suburbs, and it will get – People will come back to the suburbs. New York more. City, coastal California, a lot of foreign money has come in yeah. and helped boost those prices. Is that happening in Washington, D.C.? I don't think it's happened in D.C. as much as it has in San Francisco, in L.A., in New York. Uh, we've seen some of that, but just not as much as it has in those other big cities. Tell me about the issues that your customers are most concerned about. In an interest rate environment with as low as interest rates are now, um, obviously rates are not the issue. Down payment is the biggest issue for most of our folks. Um, and, and not that that's a, an enormous issue, but down payment is the bigger issue than payments. Well, David Hall, we thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for the opportunity. Appreciate being here. I was just going to ask. I want, oh. I, I just want to know if, if there's one thing that you could describe now and say, uh, it's going to be different. You come back in, a year from now, or so on. What is the, what do you think is going to be the biggest change here? I think the biggest change here is going to be jobs, um, because our biggest challenge here has been with the sequestration and the cutbacks in defense spending um, that really precipitated the downturn in our market here. That's eventually going to get better, so I think our market here is going to be better a year from now than it is now. Um, and, frankly, Northern Virginia's market was impacted more to the negative than most of our market because of the cutback in defense spending. Contractors here are learning how to, to, to adjust for that, so I think our market is going to be better a year from now than it is now. 
Very interesting. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, David uh, Howell, he is the Chief Information Officer and Executive Vice President of McInerney Associates. Uh, They're based in Washington, D.C. Thank you very much. We are broadcasting live from the Kimpton Morrison House Hotel in Alexandria, Virginia. This is Bloomberg Radio. Coming up, Bloomberg Law, brought to you by Deutsch Atkins PC. If you feel you've been unlawfully terminated, you owe it to yourself to call the law firm of Deutsch Atkins now for a free phone consultation. Call 800-498-0991. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.